Hey, Perfect Movie listeners, this is Steven, just letting you know that the episode you're about to listen to was released one year ago this month. If you're one of our Patreon supporters, we call them Gomertrons, then you could be getting this episode a whole year in advance. Just think of all the updated, in-the-moment space camp thoughts you're missing. You also get the result show, which never show up on this main feed, plus up to two bonus episodes on top of that, depending on the level at which you subscribe. So what are you waiting for? Head over right now to patreon.com slash two gomers and sign up for up-to-date episodes of Perfect Movie and more. And if you like what you hear, make sure you check out our flagship podcast, the Two Gomers Podcast, a show about two regular guys in their mid-40s embracing midlife chasing healthy aging and inviting a nation along for the run seriously it's an embarrassment of riches over there so fun and free so don't go there before you go to patreon.com and start supporting us all right enjoy the episode in 1980 jane fonda and lily tomlin worked together to recruit dolly parton as the third lead in their workplace slash revenge fantasy comedy nine to five the country and Western singer agreed on one condition. Quote, I'll get to write the theme song. Oh, gosh. That she did. The song Nine to Five was written during filming, complete with typewriter sounds made by Parton's own acrylic nails clacking together. The movie was a huge hit, but it couldn't hold a candle to the song, which went platinum in 2017 and remains an anthem for working women, a rallying cry for fair workplace conditions, and one of the catchiest tunes ever recorded. It also launched Parton's status from superstar to megastar, and so audiences had trouble seeing her on screen portraying anyone but herself moving forward. So for the next 40 years in movies and TV, on Christmas and music specials, biopics, the Beverly Hillbillies, the Simpsons, the Magic School Bus, the Orville, Miss Congeniality 2, Dolly Parton played Dolly Parton. One notable exception, however, when playwright Robert Harling was casting the movie adaption of his Southern dramedy stage production in 1989. He was searching for a very specific, self-made woman to be the bedrock of his most personal story based on the life and death of his own sister. A woman who would run the beauty parlor where most of the pivotal scenes in the movie would take place. Someone who could play the part with both a gentleness of heart and determination of will. A flower with metallic grit, you could say. Who better than the Queen of the South with the big hair and acrylic nails, a woman who changed the face of the workplace a decade before? We're the two Gomers. We're talking steel magnolias. And this is Perfect Movie. regular guys try to save the universe one great film at a time this is anthony speaking one of those two aforementioned combers coming to you from atlanta georgia 
Joined as always by my friend Steven, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Steven's choice. Oh boy, dude. A Steven's choice today. Mm-hmm. And we have a guest to join That's you, right. right? Steven's choice of guests. Ooh. <laughs> as well. <laughs> Um, now the, you're guesting Jessica because um two years ago, over two years ago, probably space camp result show. Mm. Remember this? Yeah. Um, at the end, I think Anthony asked you if there was a movie you would want to watch right now. Ah, uh, what mm. would it be? And you listed two. One of them was this movie, mm-hmm. 1989's Steel Magnolias. Mm. You remember what the other one was? I re-listened and heard what the other one was. Super eight. Yes, <laughs> she did it. Wow. I don't. Wow. I don't even remember saying this, but huh. that's crazy. Yes. Yeah, was eight. it? Was it fall? Was it? Um, same time of the uh, year. I don't. I don't think so. Hmm. That was nuts because we used to record a perfect movie episode every week mm. back then. Mm. Wow. Nation, we love you, but that was that was not sustainable. That was a <laughs> no, lot of work. Not sustainable, dude. I mean I mean I I had I had two or three weeks to prepare for this dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> that cold open and, took me forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming off the heels of the OG partner Hunt for Red October. And yeah. a Jack Ryan versus a Thon for both of us, right? Right. Uh, before, I mean, we have had actually quite a series of male-dominated movies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. So Hunt for Red October has one lady in it, Beverly Crusher, for like 30 seconds. Yep. Mm-hmm. On the phone. And his daughter. That's right. There's also his daughter. Before that, Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Also, I think there's like his wife who gets murdered is in that for yep. like a minute. Yep. And there's probably somebody working at the grocery store that's a lady. Oh, yeah. Maybe a cashier or something. Or, right. Yeah. Other than that, Maybe. Sausage Fest. Yeah. Oh, Rita. Rita Hayworth. <laughs> Rita Sausage Fest <laughs> Shawshank Redemption Sausage Fest Blocktober Fest Plus, She was literally yeah, on fest. a pinup that, that right, the just... one woman was <laughs> I know has a bikini has a mammoth bikini on No that was Raquel Welch <laughs> Oh that's There's right two women right. two women Yep mm-hmm. Um and then Liv Tyler is in uh, uh that thing you do Mm-hmm. At least there's a lady in that. Um, mm-hmm. And then the sirens are in uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? But still, all those movies are heavy man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we decided, okay, once in a while we can do a movie with <laughs> women in it. Steel <laughs> Magnolias, it is. Yeah. And what women? I love it. I know. That's why we asked you to come and guest. <laughs> Um, so you've never actually been on a full episode of perfect movie before. Have you, uh, here's a question, please answer. Honestly, have you ever listened to an episode of perfect movie? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me this. Uh, she's got her head in her hands. 
<laughs> um, I don't think I have. I'm sorry. I've clips. I've listened to clips funny that clips that, that you're playing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well. And like, I mean, Aaron would say a similar thing. Like, I've listened to your yapping all the time. Yeah, yeah. I've heard all these conversations. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or I've heard you recording across the house or something like that. Yeah, definitely. So, does that count? Yeah, I guess so. Um, th- that's just like, we're going to be saying inside jokes that we're just going to figure, you know, and you won't because you don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. You no, know, right. you know, I love you guys and I support you in this, right? Yeah. Oh, not, not worried or offended at all. Okay. And you'll have that sweet, sweet cash that comes in every month from the Patreon. Do mm-hmm. I? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Doesn't just all go to microphones and computers, but. Yeah, you, sure. You get and and so and speakers. Beer, don't forget the speakers. speakers that arrive at our house every week. <laughs> I can't go anywhere don't in my house where I I'm talking and I say okay, and something uh, doesn't start like speaking back to me, real loud. Yeah, really loud, <laughs> or turning things on and off, and uh huh. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Our goal but, is to have Sonos everywhere, yeah. everywhere, yep. in the shower, in the garage, in the car, <laughs> just everywhere. Yep. Um, and you forgot the money also pays for new computer components when I spill beer all over yeah. them during recording sessions. <laughs> is that why things aren't working for you? No. Oh. This week? Oh, no. No, a little bit. That's because I did apparently the wrong thing, which is update my computer. Yeah, something always right goes before wrong. a recording session. I mean, that's a rookie <laughs> mistake, dude. That no is, offense. that was real dumb. Then I open that up was... GarageBand, it doesn't work. I had a whole romantic setup in here where we'd be sitting next to each other, mic in hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my GarageBand doesn't work, so we have to send you away up into your own room. Mm-hmm. And it, and, it, and I apologize, listener. I apologize, Anthony. I apologize, Jessica. It's my fault. I shouldn't have done what Apple told me to do and updated my computer. Sorry. Sorry, friend. Sorry. Your com- your computer is not a steel magnolia, dude. Mm. No. That's like a, a frail flower. Is steel magnolia like a saying? Mm. Like, Anthony, you live in the South. Yeah. <laughs> we need to ask Annie about that. Sure. Magnolia trees Mm -hmm. they're pretty they're they're pretty popular around here Mm -hmm. okay um sayings are pretty did they say y'all in this movie i didn't really notice them saying oh they say y'all a lot yeah you're right y'all is popular um but being a like a steel magnolia no Uh i've never heard that except for the movie Mm -hmm. i'm looking steely dan yeah, Steely Dan. Are those things related? Steely Dan is. I mean, that plays on my Sonos all the time in mm. the South. Mm. <laughs> I looked it up, and there is a definition: steel magnolia, chiefly in the southern U.S. It says a woman who exemplifies both traditional femininity and an uncommon fortitude. Mm. Okay. 
So I guess I'm wondering what came first, the chicken or the egg, yeah. right? It was that a saying before this movie? Mm-hmm. Right. Is there is there a like a a time around that etymology of that word? You know, mm-hmm. like a history of the word. Mm-hmm. Right. Or did um, what's the dude's name? Robert Harling. Did he invent that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I don't know. They, they there are magnolias in the pool at the beginning during the wedding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then during the scene at the end of this movie. Yep. She says, Sally Field says something about steel. Men, right? men are supposed to be made of steel or That's something. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So both words are in it. They don't actually say the phrase, Mm-mm. which is a shame. I love it when people say the movie title in the movie. Yeah. Like at the end, if when he opened up, you know, the new the new hair salon if it had been called steel magnolias right or something <laughs> yep or on the beach when morgan freeman and tim robbins are hugging if one of them said now that was one shawshank redemption oh. and then the credits roll <laughs> you would like that right. <laughs> right or you know at the very end of rise of skywalker somebody says wow what a star war Oh, gosh. Yep. Too bad. Um, They never say that. Well, yeah. They don't. um, Magnolia is also... Isn't that a brand now? Is that the the games? Oh, Oh, yeah. It's those house flipper. That's their... That's their... Joanna Gaines and her handsome... Chip, yeah, that handsome husband that does stuff they flip stuff they have a they have a place partner to target in the middle of it now yeah right there's magnolia home that's it okay yeah yeah. Yeah. it's it's um what's that style called um uh uh, shoot rustic farmhouse oh shabby chic shabby chic yeah uh, now I would not call anything in this movie shabby chic. This the right. style and the everything in this movie is it's just very southern, very like late eighties, early nineties yes. pink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like like she said, like Sally Field said, the church looked like Pepto Bismol threw up on it. Yep. Or something like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Those bridesmaids dresses. Oh my! Oh gosh. wow. You know, we're not to evidence yet, obviously, but I think it, there's a perfect amount of wedding in this movie. Oh, okay. I love like, that. Yeah. I, like, you just, it's boom, in and done. You've got the father-daughter thing for just a second. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if, if you think about, like, father of the bride, now that is about a wedding. Like, that, I, I can't, like, this This is around the same time, maybe, like, a couple years earlier than Father of the Bride. Yeah. But, like, yeah. The, they show the entire ceremony in that. Yeah. And Get this real. is refreshing. That's no, that's no good. I like this. I like this in a movie when you see the, well, and it's also, they they have a joke in it, which is that Tom Skerritt can't hear because he had set off those firecrackers. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> and so they say, who gives away the, the bride or something? He goes. Her mother and I do, and he yells at. <laughs> what a performance by Scarrett in this movie! Well, I love totally that a... that you come into the movie and you don't know what 
you're watching, you know, and then you realize they're getting ready for a wedding. But why is this guy, mm. why is this guy like shooting into the trees? Mm. And the action in this movie starts right away. Oh, yeah. High you know action I mean? is Steel Magnolias with the yeah. guns going off. Well, I mean, you've got you've got George Delerny or whatever the composer, uh-huh. and you've got you know this super '80s symphonic score opening up, mm-hmm. um, and then you got the harmonica, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> but then you see partner to Julia and Sally Field, and <laughs> now you've got a little jazzy swing. Right. Oh wow! And it's like the energy is just off. That that hi hat drives the first couple. Like there's gunshots and hi hat, <laughs> and you're just like, I'm ready for the ride, dude. Yep. Bring me into a hairdresser beauty parlor and let me sit there for half an hour listening to them talk. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, I I wish that you had um done your your hair up like that for this session uh, well i asked you today about when you, you were saying you you needed a haircut yeah well, i do you, you were ah. in the bathroom doing your hair you're saying you need a haircut i said if Too you long. could grow it out more it would eventually kind of look like julia roberts in the 80s yeah and that that is kind of how my hair looks often oh yeah <laughs> you think so when I wake up, I don't know. There are some scenes of hairdressing in this movie that are like a sight to well, behold. Like they're ratting her hair, yeah. getting ready. Yep. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, ratting Julia like, Roberts is yeah to, to create more volume, right? Mm-hmm. And then pull it over. So there's a whole scene where Dolly Parton is just like <laughs> she's just going like this. Yeah. yeah. with the brush and you're like what is he doing that that's what it was like to live in the 80s and 90s as a as a woman as a teenage teenager okay so what's the what's the highest your hair has ever been did you ever do that yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah what what, how many inches off the scalp Yeah, yeah. Was it up? Was it that high? Oh my gosh, that's like four inches, eight, like to six inches. You were just putting it middle school. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, rat it up Uh like that, and then Uh you'd have some bangs that Uh that curled down Mm -hmm. like that. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. That was not good. Yep. The crispy bang, and then and then you just spray it. Or you throw your head upside down and spray it and then okay, throw yeah. it back up and it kind of stand in the air and then you'd spray it again. Yep. Yes. And then you'd have a yep. locker with a mirror and like a pick or a comb and you just rat your wow. you rat your hair. Oh, I saw that happening sometimes. Now I would spray pretty liberally my hair to get some height. Oh, Anthony, your hair liberal. was oh, yeah. so high. <laughs> Yeah, it mine was, mine rivaled high. some of the ladies. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and I had a mirror in my locker. And after first period, I would run a comb through it to get all the crusties out. Man, do I remember uh. that? It was it was like BC AD, BC AD for Steven's hair every day. <laughs> like it was like you came into honors band and men's choir 
<laughs> so crisp and wet and like and like the wet look crisp and wet helmet head helmet head and then you would do the comb and it was like a transition phase why did you do that <laughs> what was the thinking i don't know what's the thinking on any of these things you wanted to have two different hairstyles i had to let it day? set or something who taught you who told you that self-taught <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of self-experimentation <laughs> oh yeah that's what middle school and high school is for self-experimentation <laughs> <laughs> what do i look like who, who is am who I? am i <laughs> <laughs> that, totally, that doesn't end till 25 but actually keeps going but but right, yeah we, we look pretty much the same right yeah now oh i hope not i mean oh. steven you're growing your hair long again 90s styles yeah. are coming back. Yeah, but there's a whole new world of product out there, I think. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that was not available to a 13-year-old, 14-year-old Steven. So now I can now I can put that pomade in or uh I can't remember what the thing is that I use now, but it works a lot better than that. Mm -hmm. Stuff. Mm -hmm. Um dude, can I make one real quick announcement, dude? Go ahead. Um, so it's so fall here in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, if only I could turn the computer around, but if I did, everything would unplug and crash. It, <laughs> um, but it is like so fall it's gorgeous. Uh -huh. And, um, and, and I, I got my, my special drink dude. And I, I, I didn't know if I should put the logo up, mm. but I got a special drink. Mm -hmm. It's a oat milk, uh, chai tea latte. Oh, chai tea latte. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. When you when I see those leaves, man, it's got to be chai. Okay. Mm. <laughs> His saying. Mm -hmm. When I see those leaves, it didn't it didn't rhyme, but it's a good saying. When, when I see those leaves, chai. man, it's got to be chai. What do you have? Do you have any like fall it. drinks, Jessica? I like chai. I like making my own chai at home. Mm. Yum! Oh, it hello. smells so good. Makes the whole house smell good. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um yesterday I just had my first pumpkin spice latte mm. Mm -hmm. of the season. You've been um, drinking from... that cold that cold brew pumpkin what what do they got going now? There's pumpkin cream now at Starbucks. Yeah, I tried that. that just liking. tried yeah. that. Mm -hmm. I'm not huge into that, but I'll, you know, a couple times in the fall I'll drink that. This this feels like a fall movie, which is why I wanted to do it. November for some reason I yeah. had a memory that there was a Thanksgiving scene, and I was wrong. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, yep, could there's Halloween, were... right? And yeah, all the and other holidays. We'll get, right, we'll get to the holiday thing when we get into the trial, because okay. I think that's a big part of why I love this movie. Um, but why don't we do the one sheet? Okay, I'll read the VHS back, and then we'll we'll get into the trial. Okay, got it. I'm gonna. I'm trying to see how small I can get in this video. Oh, I don't know why Anthony <laughs> continues to back up. You know what? What? Do you okay? If if you go look at your yearbooks from the '90s, yeah, I was thinking about this with you backing up and then the hair. So, yep. with the big hair uh -huh. in my yearbooks, they would back up the camera. To be able to get the women's full hair in there, so it would so there would be like like you, Anthony, on the screen, like 
<laughs> there'd so be like right. these close-ups of the guys or girls who uh -huh. had, you know, flat hair. And then all yeah. of a sudden, all the girls that had huge hair were like super far away so that you could get <laughs> the bangs in without cutting yeah. them off. Go back and look at your yearbooks from like That's the amazing. early 90s. I wonder what Dolly Parton in this movie's picture would look like. She would like her face would be like a pinprick. Yeah. And her hair would fill the rest of the frame. Yes. When Daryl Hannah is doing her hair. At the beginning, it's like, oh, what did that show you, like, Daryl Anthony, Hannah. about, like, building skyscrapers and stuff like that? Oh, like, um, uh, Ma Modern Marvels? Mo maybe? Modern Marvels, yeah. like, it's an episode yeah. of Modern Marvels. Totally. Modern Marvels, Dolly Parton's hair. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Jessica, would it, would it even be the same for, like, a driver's license? Or does that need to be pretty, like, you see the face? I don't know. Oh, I funny. think they just cut people's bangs off maybe to get their face in the okay yeah shot. sure we need because we need to see what people look like you're right though the heads were tiny in those pictures i totally forgot about that. go back it's so funny to <laughs> I'm gonna go look right we had to make this. room for our bangs I, I i do feel very small but that is that is incredible okay yeah. here is this better yeah yep, that's, that's better great. okay steel magnolias mm-hmm uh Written by Robert Harling, originally as a stage play. Have you ever seen the stage play? No, but I know that the Theatricos has done that in town, hon. Steel Magnolias. And I wanted to go, but Why didn't I we forgot. go? I know. That was a big opportunity. So this movie feels like that. But I didn't know this. Oh, I yeah. don't know all this, these background things that you're going to say. Mm -hmm. But I'm yeah. like, you can tell this is an ensemble cast. This is like a stage mm. show. You feel that when you're watching it. Two or three sets, right? Most of the yep. action takes place in two or three places. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And the dialogue is very the way the way it works is like mm -hmm. it's written for the stage. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, I don't mind. The... I love that. I don't know if I'm supposed yep. to say this stuff, but No, you are. Oh, I, I think it it's comforting. Mm-hmm. When you're love watching it. a movie that you're like, this this is set for the stage and mm -hmm. it's really well written. And I don't know. Yeah. It's like you're sitting in the audience. Oh yeah. Oh, abs I mean, it's, it's the, it's the female version of a few good men. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Where you this can is... tell it was a stage play first. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yep. Okay. So uh, this is something I didn't know. And I, I only knew this because I watched the 45 minute, uh, Oprah interview with the six cast members. Oh, what? Um, which is excellent. Gotta watch that. Okay. okay. But this is what I didn't know is that this actually was based on kind of a true story. Yeah, it's mm. the. Um, I think it's the writer's sister, right? Ac yes. Died w from diabetes or something like. Yep. I believe like Julia so. Roberts did. Yeah. It, it's almost like diabetes was a really big kind of like movie trope in the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. I guess so. Yeah, no, I mean, but like type one. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like it was in Babysitter's Club. Oh. Or, or uh, one of the babysitter, no, one of, sorry, one of the babysitter movies. A, a movie with a babysitter in it from Back to the Future. Adventures <laughs> in Babysitting? Was there, That's oh, it. Her like her friend has type one diabetes or something? Yeah. They what? Need, like it, this has come up in a bunch of movies in the 80s about blood sugar. And about yes. it being like a real danger, like yep. if you get below a certain level, right? 
I think so. Hey, you guys, I have to go to the bathroom. Keep talking. This is great to have a guest. You guys can keep going. I really have to pee. Oh, great. Keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay. Will you still be able to hear us? Yes, I can still hear you. His coffee coffee kicked in. Yeah. Which is... One of my favorite lines. We'll have to we'll have to come back and see if if Stephen Stephen likes that. Um, yeah, but yeah, diabetes so was really really dangerous. Like I feel yes. like there just wasn't the the medical intervention maybe mm-hmm. that there is now or the medical care. Yes, because it because it is dangerous clearly, mm-hmm. but now we have a way to treat it. So like mm-hmm. I have a friend whose son. Uh, has type one and he wears this like really cool like insulin pack and he can monitor it with his phone mm. it's like takes a little shot it's like it's you know they have to be really ca- careful with it but um yeah so um okay let me keep going down the one sheet steel magnolias the funniest movie ever to make you cry is the tagline <laughs> pretty good tagline mm-hmm. that's perfect I, Definitely did both of those things. Um, movie was released on November 22nd, 1989, coming in at an hour and 57 minutes. Now, Jessica, Stephen prefers short movies. Mm. What about you? I, I think so, too. I think okay. with this, you know, the lately movies are just... It's like, oh, yeah, another two and a half hour movie, another three hour movie. It's not a novelty anymore. And you know you're going to get some like boring sections. Mm. What What about Dune, hon? So you like I, the length of Dune? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit, a bit much, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember like liking how it looked. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know what happened. So I do like Nobody a short, well-written movie. And when you go back to the the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, this time period, you just kind of get more of that. You're, you're guaranteed to be in and out in two hours or less in an mm-hmm. 80s movie. I mean, unless it's a big time drama, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what were we watching the other day, hon, where I was like, I can't believe how short that movie was. I don't know. Oh, I know. The first X-Men. Oh, yeah. Oh. Now, so, now. An adventure movie, you know, like an action movie that was what? An hour and 20 minutes? An hour 35. Ugh. X-Men, which it's, has like it's eight actually characters. Good. <laughs> really good. <laughs> good movie. An hour 35. I was like, why does. 2003. <laughs> Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden oh. things changed. And the next movie, you're like, oh. Well, and now right? a superhero that... movie can't be under two and a half. It drives mm. me crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, Come on. To me, that's like getting four chicken McNuggets in a six pack. You're like, <laughs> like, bring it back. Be like, there's not enough. I yeah, he likes his movies over two hours at least. Really? <laughs> yeah. But but don't you also like rewatching movies again and again? Also true, but I only watch the first like ten minutes of most movies, and oh. it falls asleep. Well, then it doesn't count that you like long movies. You just like to true. sleep a long time. True, true. <laughs> he likes Very long true. sleeps. Very true. But I um, like the length of this one. Just under two. Great job. This is a good movie. Oh yeah, length for sure. Sometimes a movie based on a play will be too long, but this one 
because True. plays have intermissions and stuff. But uh-huh. this one works. Yep. Just under the two hour mark. Hmm. Ooh la la. Okay. Budget fifteen million dollars. Uh gross at the box office, eighty four point six million. Uh US ninety six point seven worldwide. Yeah. Uh, it did garner one Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress for Julia Roberts. She lost uh, to somebody that I forgot to look up. Any <laughs> any idea? No idea. That would have been? Nope. Um, okay. Look up the Oscars 1990. Maybe um, uh, maybe uh, uh, Elizabeth Shue in Back to the Future 2. Mm. Did she win for Best Supporting Actress mm-hmm. that year? No. Um, or maybe the mom... In Uncle Buck. Oh, I know um, who it was. Kelly Preston and Twins. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's it. It That's wasn't it. fun. Uh, we're confusing, Jessica. Um, we're, Oh, maybe Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters 2. Um, Missy Mom in Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Missy, I mean Mom. <laughs> um. <sighs> And then uh, it was nominated for two Golden Globes. Julia mm. Roberts and Sally Field didn't mm. win. Also, they lost to the German lady and partnered a last crusade. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> yeah, that lady won twice for lead actress and supporting. Beat Sally Field and Julia Roberts. She talks in her sleep. Um, I said... Go between them. I said, I don't like, go between don't them. Don't go between them. <laughs> That's all I remember her saying. It, it's interesting that they're in it, Italy with this whole German thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but she's a Nazi, Venice. right? So she has yeah. to be German. Okay. Directed. Now, there, there's three facts here on the one sheet that I can't wait to tell you about, dude. <laughs> okay. So this was directed by Herbert Ross. He also did uh-huh. partner to Footloose. And I know the other one that he did oh. that you're obsessed with. Which right one? secret secret of my success with a dollar sign yes michael j fox vehicle oh yep so same director i, I was so happy to see that yeah uh the composer george delern did platoon and twins uh, okay which <laughs> the score to twins you know it's just the the best ever um, I, I can't call it up the, the score steamy, to twins steamy scene um with schwarzenegger um and Kelly Preston, yeah. there's probably a lot of sacks in that part. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, but this is the most important thing. Uh, um, actually, I'll save the most important thing for the end. Rotten Tomatoes, okay. 68% critic, 89% audience. Okay. That's decent. That's what I would That's expect fine. for a movie like this. Yeah. Yep. Siskel and Ebert. Siskel said, do not watch this. Oh. Ebert really? liked it. Yeah. Siskel was like, I can't recommend going to this. <laughs> uh, he thought it was contrived. <laughs> I can't recommend it. That's what he said. Um, It is sappy. Yeah, he said it was kind of like contrived and manipulative emotionally. Yeah. Okay. I can see somebody like that saying that. Okay. An old old crotchety white guy. Oh! (laughs) We knew it was coming. Probably from the East Coast, a Northeasterner. (laughs) No, he's in Chicago. Elite. Oh, that's Chicago. right. Yeah, Chicago. Okay. Uh, y- you can see the songs. Pump up the jam. Another day in paradise. When I see you smile, when that'll I just give you the you yeah the the sound of what the radio sounded like here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, two other things. This came out 13 days after the Berlin Wall is brought down. So this was a Thanksgiving movie. Yes. This came this out Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend, weekend. Yeah. Of okay. West and East Germany reuniting, right? Lenny on the wall with the Berlin fill. An East German and a West German. The first thing they did was they went to go see Steel Magnolias mm. together. Hand in hand. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Or Batman. <laughs> Honey, I um, shrunk the kids. Oh, I love that, dude. I mean, yeah, the Uncle Buck still is the best movie this year. Maybe Star Trek Five, um, or The Abyss, Field of Dreams. There's a lot of great movies. <laughs> but here's here's the final thing, dude. Yeah, is that you, you know the brother, her brother, Jonathan Ward. Oh, we sure do. Oh yeah, right, Jessica. We sure don't know that brother. Yes, we do. Okay, <laughs> why? The only. <laughs> I would say it took a it took us a while to place him. Okay. I think I had to look too. it up, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you know that he's the older brother in Mac and me. I yeah. <laughs> My first guess was that he he was the older brother in Honey I Shrunk the Kids. That was okay. my first guess. I I couldn't okay. remember. I was like it's yeah. some other 80s kids movie. Mhm. Mac and me. Yep. Yeah. I mean, wow. I, yeah. I couldn't place him the whole time. I'm like, he's so familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had to totally. IMDb we we were in the same boat where we were, okay. whenever he talked or whenever he moved, I was like, I'm so familiar with this boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, and then it just, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's the older brother, not in, in the wheelchair. And me. <laughs> Mac and me. He, he drives that, that van around. Yeah. The country that that one kind of van what, uh, what is that? it's that? like a, it's like a it's van like it... with with blinds in the windows yeah, yeah. Like one of those vans minivan he's in love like with a the mcdonald's van? girl conversion mm-hmm. van he d- makes no. some sort of big mac joke about her remember that like mm. somebody does what a what a great actor this this jonathan yeah. Yeah. i don't got... think he's been in every anything else though i know well that's why it was easy to find that's true. Like super easy to find because it was like, oh, Mac and me. Um, no. Yeah. She, by the way, McDonald's, his his girlfriend in, in Mac and me, incredible hair. Incredible oh, yeah. 80s hair, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. She um, could have been on Steel Magnolias. Mm-hmm. Totally mm-hmm. agreed. Um, the the other person that I thought I could pin, like could picture, but I couldn't is Owen, the guy that uh, Shirley MacLaine gets set up with. Oh, yeah. That little old dude with yeah. kind of the squishy yeah. face. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking he was in Night They Saved, maybe. <laughs> well, you're confused. Um, like an elf? Dr. Fernando. He kind of looks yeah, like Dr. Think, Fernando. Yeah. The I, was, Saved I, was, Christmas. I was like, if he was Dr. Fernando, I was going to like, just, if we've got Secret of My Success, Mac and Me, and Twins all adjacent to this with Night They Saved, my head would have blown off. Like, yeah. <laughs> Perfect movie for sure. Yeah. Wow. Um, Let me read the back of the VHS as a synopsis, and then we can get into the trial. Um, I I love a VHS box with just like seven people on the cover, Mm. just looking at the camera. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and so you've got all the stars on the cover. It's so great. I guess it's six people. And here's what the description is. Six divas of the silver screen. And here's the order that they put them in. Okay. 
Sally Field, mm-hmm. yep. Dolly Parton, second, mm-hmm. Shirley MacLaine, mm-hmm. Daryl Hannah, mm-hmm. Olympia Dukakis, and Julia Roberts, last. Mm-hmm. Wow. This was yeah. her first thing, right? Like, maybe I, her second I, thing? Her, I wonder if her, I think it's, she's on the way up here. Of any of these women, though, I think she's the least known. Because when is Splash? Oh, yeah. is, Sp- is... Daryl Hannah, right? Is is Splash? Yeah, so, okay, so this this was, they talked about this in that Oprah thing. Okay. Um, Julia is totally the newcomer. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. This is pre-Pretty Woman, which was mm-hmm. like her big break. Uh-huh. Uh, she's been in maybe a couple other smaller things. Daryl Hannah, however, is like a sex symbol. Oh, right? okay. So yep. she's in Wall Street. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She was in Splash. Right. And then she was in other things with some apparently very gratuitous sex scenes that they were discussing on the Oprah show. Oh, hmm. no. I much prefer as a religious nerd. In this yeah, movie. yeah. <laughs> well, but I, so like that's one of those context things that mm-hmm. we uh-huh. don't get because you mm-hmm. and I were at, uh, you know, Last Crusade and, and, uh, <laughs> arachnophobia and turner um, hooch and yeah i mean we were you know looking at the drool of that guy of hooch um and you know watching <laughs> twins the nuked lasagna from danny devito um oh <laughs> you, were, you were you were all you good, were good young good young men we were such good young you boys are... we didn't know who daryl hannah was that's good um, Certainly not. I we I did watch Splash, and I had to close my eyes at certain parts. I've never seen Splash. Oh, really? Huh? Is, is it good? This yeah. guy who loves a fish out of water yeah, story, you gotta watch... and he hasn't seen Splash. Mm. Yeah. Is Tom Hanks in that? Yeah, Tom yep. Hanks is in it. He's good. And is that Ron Howard production? Probably. It sounds. Yeah, I think it is Ron Howard directed. Okay. Is Paul Williams in it? <laughs> you mean ed from the night they saved Is christmas ed? i don't maybe i don't remember a minute dang it he did the music okay, okay. anyways let me keep reading all of those women that i just read come together as bosom buddies which is i don't know is uh, that a do you that... think that's a do you think that's a pun that they're trying to totally. sneak in there that's 100 give me a break that's well, that's when a male copywriter tries, like, <laughs> yeah. steel magnolias is a beautiful way to refer to a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Or a bosom buddy. <laughs> yeah, but let me make sure in the description to write bosom. <laughs> bosom buddies in this hilarious and heartwarming story of life, love, and loss in a small Louisiana oh. parish. Oh. Mm-hmm. What's that? Interesting. Is that like a town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little town or something. But- okay. But they're all part of the same parish, the same church community. Well, that's true also, yeah. Okay. At the center of the group is Shelby Eatonton, that's Julia Roberts, newly married and joyfully pregnant, despite the fact that her diabetes could take childbirth, could make childbirth life-threatening. Sorry, that's so rude of me. <laughs> do, no, do people it's... know, like when you say it that way, do they know... Well, we did a oh, firm episode. The, it, just listen okay. back to the okay. firm episode and you okay. get a lot of diabetes okay. chat. Yep. Um, terrified and angry at the possibility of losing her only daughter, Malin, spelled M apostrophe capital L Y N N, Eatonton, uh-huh. that's Sally Field, looks to her uh-huh. four closest friends for strength 
and laughter as she battles her deepest fears and death oh of death in order to join shelby in celebrating the miracle of new life there are two count them two pictures of tom scarrett on the back of this box mm -hmm. and then a quote from peter travers from rolling stone says the ladies are live wires just stand back and watch them set off sparks mm. like you said an hour 57 rated pg good news nation it is in color vibrant color tri-star productions that unicorn oh, coming out of the right left soon, side of the yeah as soon as you hear you know the tri-star do we yep it's 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 like you just know you're in for a good time you know either seal magnolias or rudy or short circuit <laughs> are about to start yeah. one of those yeah um, or hot to trot don't forget hot to trot. Don't sleep on that. I know that what one. hot to trot is. No, hun. no, I don't. <laughs> I, I can't actually. I think it's a horse movie, right? <laughs> yeah, it's what? so. It's got my favorite Bobcat Goldthwaite. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, it's 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 horrible, and I don't know why I watched that at my aunt's <laughs> house all the time. That and sibling rivalry. <laughs> uh, who was watching me? <laughs> Do you ever watch One Crazy Summer? I remember watching One Crazy Summer as no. a kid, which is totally inappropriate for a child. Oh, no. For me, that one was Meatballs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh -huh. Being a real perv. All right. Let's mm -hmm. go into the trial. Put Steel Magnolias on trial. See if it's a perfect movie. Here we go. I don't want to have to kill you. Don't you threaten me, Drum Eatington. Drum would never, ever point a gun at a lady. Your husband is a boil on the butt of humanity. TriStar Pictures presents... Well, this is it. You're finally rid of me. Sally Field. Oh, I think you'll be back every now and then. Dolly Parton. How's your family? Louis brought his girlfriend home, and the nicest thing I can say about her is all of her tattoos are spelled correctly. I'm Ugh, leave me alone. Shirley MacLaine. I'm not crazy, Malia. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. Daryl Hannah. Mr. I swear to you that my personal tragedy will not interfere with my ability to do good hair. Olympia Dukakis. Looks like two pigs fighting on the blanket. <laughs> Julia Roberts. I'm gonna make you very happy. I want a child of my own. Your poor body has been through so much. Why would you deliberately do this to yourself? Diabetics have healthy babies all the you time. You are special, Shelby. Time <laughs> has made them close. <laughs> Life She's gonna have a baby. Go get a doctor. has made them friends. <laughs> Steel Magnolias, the funniest movie that will ever make you cry. All rise. Hey, how's it going over there? Can't wait to talk about Steel Magnolias with Jessica and Stephen Grauman. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah, do we, do we ever... Uh, I didn't actually introduce you. This is Jessica, my wife. If people haven't heard, hi. Um, the the space camp results show from two years ago, oh, and more importantly, our uh, runners block episode where you guessed it about what it's like to be a female runner. Oh yeah, the trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. I got some running, sweet gear out of that. 
those stabby finger things. Oh yeah, we got yeah. some of those yeah. stabby finger things. Yeah. So guarded. Yep. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. And are you? Is that a beer tone? That was a no, beer no. Cracked, Black raspberry okay. sparkling water. All right. I finished. I finished my first drink, which we already talked about. Right. The latte. And now. <laughs> wow. I'm on to my second. He just threw it behind him like Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. It was empty. It was empty. That was just to prove it, though. And I do have this just in case. (laughs) But this is here from this is here from last week's episode. Remember? Oh yeah. Last week's disaster. Funny, funny though. Which which turned out to be one of the funniest things that ever happened. So Mm -hmm. worth it. And perhaps a viral video. We'll see if it yep. uh, if it catches on. Who knows? That'd be great. A beer. Okay, so here we are in the trial. Jessica, you don't even know the rules. No. Oh. Remind oh, me. Dear. Oh dear. Um, okay, so usually we, we so we pick a movie we love. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we bring pieces of evidence forward to prove that it's a perfect movie. Now, this is going to be weird because you're a one on the Enneagram, a perfectionist. Oh, yeah. And so I actually wonder if you think a perfect movie even exists. No. (laughs) Well, asked and answered. (laughs) Because even with this movie, you're like, I don't know if I can come on because I don't know if it's a perfect movie. And then I was thinking in my head, I didn't say it out loud until I were your recording. I was like, there's... There's no way that any movie could be perfect or anything, any restaurant, any food could could no. meet your perfection standards. <laughs> no, but that's okay. It can still be good. Mm, right. That's it. Well, yes, exactly. And uh, we've defined on the podcast a number of times different ways to think about perfect movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we say it's not flawless. Um, it does what it sets out to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now it, another thing we allow is things to be stricken from the record so that they can be, be perfect. Are there anything that you would like at the top here, want to strike from the record to not be considered any? Mm. Mm -mm. Oh, really? You have no (laughs) strickens? I mean, the score is not great. I would say, Yep. but like after we watched the movie, Jessica, we, we kept singing the, um, Forrest Gump. So it has kind of a Forrest Gump feel. I was trying to think about is that because Sally Fields in it? And it's the South. There was something about walking through the town and the camera angle. Yep. I don't know. Was bad or good? Good. Oh, just I don't know. Memory. It reminded you of Forrest Gump. Reminded me of Forrest Forrest Gump and that that theme. Yeah. Yep. You're you're right. The the harmonica like melody was the harmonica melody pretty similar. Um, Mm. I don't remember. It is interesting that we came out of the movie singing a different score. Yep. Well, now I'm singing that. It must have been similar enough that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Plus, this is three, four years before Forrest Gump in yep. the South, in Louisiana. That's all? It's not, it's wow. not Bama. Yeah, yeah isn't, isn't that, that weird? Nuts? It feels 
very different, very like a decade apart to me. Oh, I mean, if you think about like this movie came out huh. three years before Jurassic Park. Huh. Yeah. Just the way movies changed in that kind of like 80s to 90s mm. shift. And this is right on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Which I think we were talking about that too, Jessica, about the style. Because you were like, it seems 90s to me. But it's 80s. It's 89 though. So it's. That's true. 80, it's... 90. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to, if I had one stricken. Mm-hmm. Because uh, now we've got the the leaf blower guys here. Dude, what the heck? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I may need to go let Indy in if she starts barking like crazy. Um, if okay, I had one fine. stricken, as I was looking down this list, when uh -huh. Harry Met Sally came out this same year, okay. like within a month of each other, and I feel yeah. like that is a heck of a lot less dated than this is. Yeah. Do you feel like I was surprised to find out it was 89? I remember I was guessing yesterday in the car and I put it at 86. Oh, okay. Yeah. It seems like 80, it seems like mid 80s more than late 80s to me. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like it, it it's, it's not dated. It's less timeless, I guess, is what I was thinking when I was driving around in sure. the car earlier. I was mm -hmm. like, um, I mean, I just think like a movie like, like Harry Met Sally, just seeing that they were in the theaters at the exact same time doesn't, I mean, it's definitely dated, but it's like par partially New York City, the city versus like South Louisiana yeah. parish yeah. or whatever. Yep. That's different. Hmm. So I don't know if it's a stricken. It's just something that it does feel, it, it just feels older than that. I, I love the 80s, yeah. clearly, but mm -hmm. that would be the, that'd be the only thing. Yeah. Are are um, there other examples of what what you mean by stricken? Uh, well, yeah, like if, if something like, doesn't make sense, yeah. Like I remember <laughs> in Space Camp, Anthony struck basically the plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we you have can't to get too caught up on the fact that these kids got launched into space. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Or the belt. So you're not allowed to. So we don't want what we don't want is people coming back to us and saying, "Oh, that made no sense." Right. And so we try to we try to preemptive strike those things so yeah. that people don't complain about us saying it's perfect. But then people have these nitpicky things. Right. Plot. Yeah, holes. about it being in the '80s and feeling like it's stuck in right. the '80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 Um. I'm going to go let Indy in. You guys keep talking. Okay. I, I wouldn't, I, I don't think I would strike any, because it's like this play, there's not any like plot issues. Mm -mm. There's a plot that goes kind of, it's just people talking to each other and then somebody dies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is great. What can you strike about that? Okay. As he's gone, let me finish up with the rules. So, we, at the end of the episode, on the results show, I get a vote, Anthony gets a vote, and then the entire rest of the world gets a collective vote. Yes. And if 75% of votes that come in are yes, that's a yay for them. Okay, yeah. And then the movie is perfect, and every season we try to save the world from an evil alien. So the first season... We sent the movies to the Xenomorphs. Okay. 
and they watched them and they became nice. Good boy, good boys and girls. Okay. Then last season, we sent it to the Harvesters from Independence Day. Okay. We sent it up with Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, and they they connected their Mac up to it, and then all the Harvesters became good little girls and boys. Okay. This year, we're sending it to Jabba the Hutt. Oh. Right during A New Hope when he comes out as a CGI guy. Oh, Remember? yeah. Yep. <laughs> because, because we hate that part. Yep. And so he, we're sending him VHS tapes of all these movies. He has to watch it during that scene. And then at the end of Le- uh, Return of the Jedi, grown-up Leia strangles him. And right before he dies, he has a deathbed conversion and becomes a good boy. But he, but he still dies. He still dies. He, he still dies because we like it when he sticks his tongue out <laughs> at the end of that part. We don't, we don't want that to disappear from the lexicon. Okay, okay good. <laughs> and he gets killed by a by a steel magnolia. Oh, That's true. In yeah. a steel bikini. In a yeah yeah. We've got steel magnolia in Star Wars. There's a lot of steel magnolias in Star Wars, dude. Rogue in One. Space. Um, yeah. <laughs> um so what happens uh jessica is we chunk in it's this sound when we have a piece of evidence that's from law and order i don't think Wait. we've ever said that it's just like, you're not supposed to it's say just that it's like dude. a clank i i don't it's even the, hear it have you ever watched law and order this is like no. when there's a scene change it goes like this that's it is you're right it is like a, a stylized uh, gavel, a gavel, a gavel, yeah, gavel. That's it. Yep. Yep. Um, clank. So when we feel clank, clank, when we feel like we have a piece of evidence to put forward, that's when the sound is. Anthony, I don't know if you have any pieces of evidence because I, you're, I, this movie's so new to you. Yeah, I have a couple. I have a couple. Okay. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna chunk in right now. All right. Because I actually I, I thought of a way to talk through this movie well and and it is one of my pieces of evidence of why this movie is perfect okay and i don't so correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think i've seen this in any other movie and i think it's genius which is to move the plot forward moving using different holidays Mm. Hmm. so each important thing that happens in this movie happens during a different holiday and i think that is so good Mm mm-hmm and obviously right up my alley because I love me some holidays. Yeah, you do. It's a great way of of um, of showing how how much time has elapsed without right. mm-hmm. exactly the little bar on the bottom, like you know, <laughs> yep. six months have elapsed, or you know. Mm-hmm. So okay, so let's think about it. So the movie starts on Easter, right? Mm-hmm. So it's an Easter and it's, it's double cause it's an Easter wedding. Yep. Which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. And so you see like the Easter egg decorations, those like flats, mm-hmm. you know, hanging up on, on their wall. And then there's the whole scene with like 400 Easter eggs mm-hmm. in Dolly Parton's trunk or whatever. Oh my gosh. They just keep stacking them in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. You just know something bad is going to happen. They're just yeah, like definitely. stacked, like thousands of eggs. Yep. Let's call that Chekhov's eggs. Mm. 
because they go off. Something's going to happen real soon. So I don't know if the connotation is supposed to be that Shelby, Julia Roberts, is getting married on Easter Sunday. Right. I don't think that. But where are they taking all those eggs then? To the wedding? I don't know. No, later to... I can't remember. Yeah, maybe an egg hunt. Maybe strike that. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> There's too many eggs. <laughs> too, too many eggs. Um, I thought because you know they do the Easter egg hunt on Easter, right? With all the dresses right. and stuff. Uh, so, so maybe it's like, are they pre-setting those out? So maybe it's like a Saturday. Yeah. And then the next yeah. morning it's going to be Easter or something like okay. that. That makes sense. Cause, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it is. It's Saturday. Yeah, it's because it starts on their wedding day. Right. And so they spend yep. the whole day doing that. And they have, so they're probably going to set, hide the eggs. And the next morning is Easter. Right. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. So it's yeah. Holy Saturday, the saddest day of the year. Right. Mm. <laughs> yes. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, And why not get your hair did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that day. Mm. Um, and get married. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus is in the tomb. So, true. Get your that... hair. Get your hair done. <laughs> get your hair did. Wrap that hair up. Wrap that hair <laughs> for tomorrow. We will. He'll. All will be made well. And you yes. want to look your best. Yep. Um. Yeah. So th- this this kind of opening scene feels the most, the most play stage production to me. Because you're meeting all the characters. Mm-hmm. They're coming in one by one. There's this... Daryl Hannah is the new person. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so as she's yeah. getting introduced to all of them, so are you. Mm-hmm. It's just written so that you can get to know everybody in the first 20 minutes of the play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... You know, it's got that for the first time in forever. Yeah. It's totally got that jazzy, quick vibe of like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like like people are coming in and out and like you're introducing stories, uh, introducing characters. You're going to the different set pieces. A guy's shooting a gun a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, Sally Fields running around directing everything like it's a total play. Mm-hmm. You totally yeah. get because you you get their personalities and and also all in that first twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who they are and they kind of fit that the rest of the movie. Yep. You get Weezer mm-hmm. coming in with her dog, the brothers being morons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Dylan <laughs> I love those Dermot brothers coming in. Uh, right. Yeah, do you what do you think about Dylan McDermott on the her fiance? You like that guy? Who cares? He's not important. <laughs> not important. So you're you're gonna hear me. I don't know when you want me to talk about things, but I love I love the <laughs> <laughs> I love the holidays, of course, and how it moves mm-hmm. things along, and also it speaks to family, which is and relationship which is what Mm -hmm. I think this movie is about. I also think Mm -hmm. the men are on the periphery. So who Mm -hmm. cares? Her, her fiance could have been anybody. This movie was not about the men. Right. Um, right. That's going to be my point later, but (laughs) who cares? Who cares about that guy? Yeah. I, I think, I think you're totally right. He kind of disappears, even though he's Dylan McDermott and Jack said he's a Chad. 
I don't know. In this movie, he's a nice guy. He's a sweet guy. He's supportive. Yeah, totally. What what's a Chad? Like a, Chad, a bro? A Karen? A bro. Yeah, a bro like a he, oh. he said he's an 80s Chad. He's an 80s like Chad. A, he's a yep. he's a what were they called in the 80s? Um Steve? I don't no. know. A, a Tom? No. Tom? <laughs> John. <laughs> like a yuppie? A yuppie. Yes. Okay. I I agree. Yep. I think I think he's a yuppie, not a Chad. Yep. Okay. Um, yep. Because he's a really good guy. Like he's a nice dude. He just he just has some key, some money. You know, like he has a lot of money, a lot yep. of privilege. He's yep. a nice old white southern boy. Yep. For and, sure. But he's kind of a nothing, and that's yeah. probably on purpose. I think so. Okay. Yeah. He's. I mean, Tom Skerritt is good in this. He's yeah. excellent. He's periphery too. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's funny though. That hat. Oh man, oh. he's so funny. He's he's great. <laughs> he's great in it. I agree. Uh, Dylan McDermott is. It's like. Um, yeah, he's like a window dressing. Like you need a person to be that yeah. guy, but it's not important. And yep. it's right. it's the way, uh, unfortunately, a lot of women are in guy movies, right? Oh, really? <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Here we Anthony. go. Anthony, I'm sorry. I'm just being funny. Uh, no, <laughs> I know. The, the, okay. That's uh, that's. I know what your point is. That's what I'm yeah. like. I know. I know where you're going. That's yeah, how. I, know. I mean, we talked about this in the city slicker episode. Like mm-hmm. she, like uh, the the superwoman. Is right. in the movie, but Supergirl, Supergirl, who's an am- amazing, doesn't get barely any lines, doesn't get barely any, any story. She's just yep. there, right? Yeah. So eventually, she just leaves halfway through the movie. She just leaves, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Should have been Whoopi Goldberg in Daniel Stern's Barbara <laughs> Kirby. True. Hmm. <laughs> Did you know that, hon? It was supposed to be Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, Billy Crystal. Mm, that would have been a completely different movie wow (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of fun to think about yeah but so i i think you're right that so i was also thinking about the fact that all the marriages are kind of fine in steel magnolias right like even dolly parton and bucky or whatever she's what's her no that's her son or i can't remember drum no 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 no, drum is Tom Skerritt. Drum is Tom Skerritt. Oh no, he's mm. Spud. 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 <laughs> oh Spud. Oh Spud. They even have inanimate spud. object names. <laughs> yeah, drum <laughs> Spud, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Jackson Jack. What's his yeah, name? so yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, like their marriage isn't great, and there's some sort of redemption at the end, but that's not a that's not a thing. It's not the central theme no yep yeah um and then we hear about daryl hannah's deadbeat husband and she does have that boyfriend who looks kind of like a elvis vampire (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what you're calling him (laughs) but but also he gets like two minutes of screen time yeah Um, yeah and so all those dudes you're right who cares periphery yep is not the point. Um, so that whole long scene at the beginning is we get in, like Daryl Hannah's the <laughs> new person. She's kind of a nerd. 
we she does she's good at hairdressing though she she does Dolly Parton's hair and then it kind of everybody just comes in right mm-hmm. Sally Field and Julie Roberts come in to do her hair mm-hmm. Olympia Dukakis comes in just I don't think she's getting her hair done she just kind of sits there and talks to them she's coming to talk yeah and then Weezer is upset by Tom Skerritt runs up and I mean I think that's really when Things start firing. Oh man. Oh man. Weezer's the driver. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Weezer would be my number one piece of evidence. Really? Steven, do you want to chunk in? Yeah, I'll chunk in. We'll keep talking holidays, of course. But but we we should talk a little bit about Weezer. What do you like about Weezer? What what don't you like about her? I mean, she gets to be the the cranky old lady who's right and says the things nobody else wants to say. Uh-huh. She's funny. Um, she loves dogs. Yeah, she's so grumpy. Yep. <laughs> um, she plays off Tom Skerritt. Oh yeah, character mm-hmm. just perfectly. Um. She, uh, when you said she says what everybody is oh. thinking, I do remember in that first Easter wedding prep, everyone's kind of dancing around who Daryl Hannah is mm-hmm. and her backstory. And then Weezer comes in and just goes, Where's your husband? Yeah. Where, who are uh, you? Where, where are you? Yeah. What's your family name? Who are you? What? <laughs> yes. I know, I know everybody in this town. I've never seen you before. <laughs> and, and all the ladies are like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love that. And then they start all moving in and asking their own they questions. They want to hear too, but they don't want to be yeah. so direct. Yeah. She's so direct. It's like who you want to be, but you you know. Yeah. If you if you want to retain social relationship in your community, you can never act like sure. that. <laughs> sure. But they all seem that to really direct. love her and enjoy her. Yeah. So that I think that's kind of that's well written is that she's not ostracized. They really right. like her still. Yep. Mm. Well, and she's got she's got a great heart actually, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, there's there's two redeem two moments of redemption for her. Uh, I mean, clearly in the final like funeral scene, there's some amazing stuff. But it, it, there's there's a part where she's like really nurturing and caring, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe about the the grandson. I oh can't yeah, remember. she wants she wants to have a relationship with that little kid at the end. But oh yeah, that's told a horror story oh, about her. Oh man, that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I thought there was. Cause I wrote that down because like I've had a couple people that I've known that were like this that were just like mean and kind of crotchety and said mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, but you knew they meant well or something like that. I don't know. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had that i mean anthony she's the kind of character where like it's fun to watch yeah she makes the movie so fun oh, to watch yeah. but when you think about like if you really had to deal with a person <laughs> like that you'd be running away from them too <laughs> right like yeah. that, yes. that's a different way of thinking about mm-hmm. trying to relate to sure. a person like that and like I, I think she brings she brings everybody those tomatoes. Like she she's 
a Southern woman who grows a garden mm -hmm. and she has all this produce and she shows up and gives everybody a bag of tomatoes, but she's going to drink a Coke yeah. and eat a Twinkie, <laughs> yeah. right? Like <laughs> she's, got, she's got that open box of Twinkies, perfect food in, in the store, in her, cart, yeah. in her grocery cart. She's just eating Twinkies. She's just eating. She hasn't even bought them yet. Right? I love she's that. Just eating them. I love that. But she also grows tomatoes and, mm -hmm you know, gives them away to all of her friends. Yeah. Do you ever, do you ever do that in a grocery store? Eat something before you've paid for it. I can't, mm. I can't bring myself Never. to do I'm, I'm. Oh, okay. Good. We're that... in the same boat on that. Anthony, what yeah. about you? Do you ever open anything before you bought it? I have had the girls do that before. Like when we're in a grocery <laughs> store and they're sort of hangry, you mm -hmm. know, like we'll, 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 we'll do that. I've done that mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. yep. but like, I'm not, I, I don't snack at like salad bars. Actually, salad bars, mm -hmm. yes, like sweet tomatoes. Oh, man. Like when sure. that used to be open. But like if you're like going to buy a salad and they have to weigh yep. it, mm -hmm. you know. Only, cheating. Yeah, mm -hmm. cheating. Yep. See, we're, look at us. We're <laughs> good boys. I didn't pay for it yet, so I'm not going to eat it. Soda. Uh, we that. can't lie. <sighs> we can't steal. Dang it. Um, That's good. Can I just tell you an interesting fact about Shirley MacLaine, mm -hmm. Weezer? She's Warren Beatty's sister. That's oh. crazy. Did you know that? No. Yeah. No. Um, and also, along with a bassoon showing up in Only Murders in the Building, she was in the last, she's in the second season of Only Murders and was really good. Oh. She's amazing. Yeah. Sweet. She's basically amazing in everything. But I think is. this is her best performance. Oh, 100% agreed. It's incredible. Well, maybe yep. Terms of Endearment. Oh, baby. That's what I was going to say. Is she the mom yes. or the grandma in She's Terms of Endearment? She's the mom in Terms of Endearment. And she is That may be so a perfect good. movie. Yeah, that's good. I got to watch that again. Another horrific death that I could watch over and over oh, again because it's man. so good. Oh, man. Um, so, and speaking of that, Julia Roberts here in this opening scene also has that seizure. Is it a seizure? Yeah. I guess so. Okay. Let, mm -hmm. let me, let me bring this in. So Aaron and I, I, I'm sure Aaron had watched it at some point in her life. This is not mm -hmm. part of her canon. Uh, no. and, and like I said, I hadn't seen it before this summer and then there mm -hmm. it is on Netflix and I know you always liked it. So, um, so, you know, you've got the, the, the um the hi hat driving the thing, then they're all at the beauty salon. They're laughing it up, they're yucking it up, they're gossiping it up, and then all of a sudden the movie turns mm -hmm. on a dime, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, she gets this. She gets she starts getting sweaty. Sweaty. You almost, so when I was first watching it, I thought she was having a panic attack um, mm -hmm. because of the impending fear of getting married. You know, like they're talking about. Right. Their their altercation from the night before, how she said she could never marry him. And are you getting mm -hmm. cold feet, darling? You know, all that kind of stuff. And then the way the sound works is really cool because, like, you can hear people, but it's starting to be echoey and it's starting to be distant. Uh -huh. And then they start zooming in yeah. on, her, on her. And then she Julia Roberts just gives this unbelievable performance. Uh, uh -huh. Like, mm -hmm. so good. Um, and so that's when the movie, like, turned for me as I was like oh this isn't just a comedy like right. mm -hmm. I thought this was going to be a light fun comedy mm -hmm. you know um, and then it, it's just like the tagline said that me and Jessica were talking about when you were wazzing 
um, the funniest movie <laughs> ever to make you cry. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. right then you're like, oh, dang, this is mm-hmm. serious. So I wonder if that is Siskel's problem with it, that mm. it it lures you in yep. emotionally. Sure. And then it is manipulative. I would say that's good movie making. Oh, man, I would. Yeah, I would put that on evidence. Is mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. turn right there was yep. what drew me in? I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is like not just going to be saccharine. This is about life, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's what got me. That's what piqued my interest. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would even say mm-hmm. manipulative. Sometimes a writer has to be to get you on the side of get you to fall in love with characters really quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that character is going to die at the end, there is some emotional manipulation happening there happening there and I am all for it. Like just manhandle me. Oh, that, I mean that's that's Steven's tagline, manipulate me. Steven loves to be manipulated. <laughs> I really do. It's, it's just storytelling, right? right? Yeah. Like it's just good storytelling. Yep. So I guess if you call good storytelling manipulative be- because it's not what, mm-hmm. what? it's not straightforward, streamlined. Or, yeah. I, I don't know. It's not. Yeah. Diluted. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know. Heavy handed. Is that, did he feel like it was heavy handed? Maybe like probably, yeah, that might be too, but I just, I don't know how you could write a movie about, this topic and not be heavy-handed right mm-hmm. there's there's not much subtlety in this movie and that's fine it's just how it mm-hmm. it's just the story being told yep. um okay so we meet everybody that's the first holiday easter and the wedding they get married those bridesmaids dresses that are tight in all the wrong places <laughs> <laughs> and pink they're married and then it skips pretty i, I mean i think it if you don't know this is going to happen and you don't have that like six months later thing it actually all of a sudden is Christmas time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at that fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and that is kind of when Daryl Hannah is cool. Oh yeah. Yep. Right. She's all of a sudden swung after her, like her, her husband, hair, her hair change. Yes. She... So much so that Jack... Jack was like, that is not the same person. Uh, yep. Uh huh. And he was like, it's not. It's, who is that? That's not the They same. got a different actress. Yeah. Who is she? Why is she here? Right. Does she so get new Daryl Hannah's glasses? Cool. Does she get new glasses? In or- that, she has context <laughs> in that one. Remember, she loses her contact at the fair. Uh, and that's like. Oh, man. Can't remember. Contact. 80s. Everybody back away. Yes, yeah. More yeah. 80s tropes. Everybody stop. We have to find this. Don't move. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The only thing they made more fun of than contacts in the 80s was cell phones. Mm. Like if somebody had a cell phone, that was hilarious mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's wearing contacts, has cool hair. Dolly Parton is just still kind of. The, the the big change I think is Daryl Hannah and also I think it's Christmas time when Julia Roberts uh announces yep. or mm-hmm. tells her mom and is announced at the party that she's pregnant. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the big plot change in during Christmas time. That's it. Mm-hmm. And Sally Field is very upset about this. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I think in the beginning you think she's a helicopter mom until she finds until you find out that you're kind of like lay off her. She's a adult woman until you find mm-hmm. out that if she gets pregnant she might die. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't they allude to that about the yeah? They're talking about that pre episode of like di- diabetic episode mm-hmm. uh, where she finds that out about the doctor. So we already know that, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Th- so that that mother daughter really. They also have the fight in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Does the does that scene also ring true to you? I, I it's it it was kind of it. I mean, I I like that scene. I don't know. I don't really have any point of reference for it. Yeah. I mean, I think the mother daughter relationship drives the movie. Mm-hmm for sure, as well as the friends. Um, I It feels real. I think for us as parents, we're, we're uh, what I feel is like, man, she's such a helicopter parent. But I've, I watched that movie growing up. So I know that mm-hmm. she's kind of taken the medical care responsibility for her daughter mm-hmm. her whole life. Mm-hmm. And so letting go of her when she gets married is a bigger deal for a mom who has a, a child that's medically, Mm. I don't know, handicapped. Right. So it's, it's an even bigger thing to let go of. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it feels real. I think it taps into the dynamic that might be there about how do you really love and care for somebody and help them survive and thrive, but Mm -hmm. not, control their life Mm. and what do you do with a daughter or a kid who's a little bit (laughs) (laughs) self-destructive right like kind of like I don't care it's my life let me live it however I want Mm -hmm. like there's kind of some of that that comes into that relationship yeah I mean at, at the same time like it's her she wants to have a kid so bad and they say basically we won't let you adopt a child right so like I like mm-hmm. I like that right that piece that's written in too, that she would adopt if she could. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like I just want to have a kid and I don't care. It's right. I've tried everything and this is the only thing left. Uh-huh. Um, so I like that piece of it. I think that's good. It 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 really is kind of I, I thought of the same thing about parenting and being a mom during that scene, which is for for Sally Field, it's different. Because mm-hmm. she's watching her daughter make a decision that could kill her. Mm-hmm. And so that feels a little bit more tense and fraught. But how many times do we as parents watch our children make decisions that could mm-hmm. have yeah. consequences that mm-hmm. are, you know, beyond just like, you know, them mm-hmm. making a good salary or a great salary, right? Mm-hmm. Like making decisions that could lead them to a place of, pain or destruction and balancing that mm-hmm. yeah um care and w- sharing your wisdom and influence and then like okay but it's your life like yep i've got to let go of my control mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so complex i feel like it's not manipulative it's complex mm-hmm. yeah right the issues they're trying to bring up and that's why I love it. I think a cast of women, a story like this mm-hmm. brings up complex issues that don't really have 
a clear answer. Right. Mm, yep. And kind of case in point, she does have the baby. So that's she ends that's, up having a kid. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool thing too, is that in a lesser movie, the death would be her having the baby. Right. She would have died but, died during during childbirth right. or while pregnant or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I mean, so like uh Sally Field sees it as you're throwing your life away, you know, you're making this decision that's gonna kill you. Uh mm-hmm. but Julia Roberts sees it as I'm giving my life for what I've always wanted, which is right. mm-hmm. a kid. So mm-hmm. I, I totally mm-hmm. agree that a lesser movie would have ended there and the you know, she would have died. Uh and but there there's a a beauty, you know, the beauty from ashes sort of thing where like right. Jackson two or Jackson jr. Whatever is, is, mm-hmm. is born and then is cared for by the, the village. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then, so it's, it's, you know, she, she gives her life for something beautiful, basically. Mm-hmm. I feel like, mm-hmm. and that actually is the next holiday. Yep. I would, I would count that kid's first birthday party as also a holiday jump. Yep. Yep. Um, because also on that day is when uh, Julie Roberts gets the Tinkerbell cut. Oh man, here we go. Mm. We've got Hook. Is Hook that is what right, it was for? Hook is right around the corner that Steven Spielberg <laughs> yep. saw Steel Magnolias and he's like, yep, mm-hmm, that's uh, that's Tinkerbell. Yep. I found, I found my Tinkerbell. <laughs> those performances could not be more different <laughs> in quality, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, 100%. So we find out she's getting that haircut because, and she says, it's just going to be easier to deal with after blank. And then you find out in the, in the beauty parlor again, which I love mm. that Sally Field is giving, is giving her kidney to Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is another point of connection between those two um, that I think is probably also pretty complex and loaded. Oh, for sure. Here, can I, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to chunk in here real quick. The, the thing that I think this movie is about most of all is, is like community, like your, your, your crew, your friends, your friendships. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I wanted to play this little clip. Um, from that Oprah interview. Is that okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't really about the loss of a loved one. It's, it's Sally Field. It's about how people meet each other. Yeah. How it's and about friendship. Yeah. And it's a, it's about that in the happy parts of their lives and the sad parts of their lives and in the, and in the most tragic condition. I can't think of a worse thing than an adult facing the loss of a child. Mm-hmm. People, the friends find some way to rally and reach each other it's about how it's about, it's about people meet each this. other we all in this world we're all rushing around and we're all so competitive and we're worried in the in politics and the ozone layer and and we're all dead tomorrow total 90s total 90s okay so so sally field is talking about basically like the point of this movie from her perspective is we need people we need each other and I, I feel mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. movie kind of demonstrates that better than anything I can think of right now, at least, which is a, a regular group of people that come together around, a, you know, th- so they do it at the beauty parlor. Eh, they also mm-hmm. do it other mm-hmm. places, but 
that's where you know as a play that's probably where most of the scenes take place yeah. but they share their highs and lows and they mm-hmm. go through mm-hmm. life stages and and things like that together and i think it's just such a beautiful picture of like even what like a a, a community group or a, a a, a beautiful family that's actually functioning on all cylinders, you know, coming together mm-hmm. because like, it's, it's almost like it's the, the event is not real until they all know it. So it's like Sally field and Julia Roberts. They, they have this like big secret, right? Like we're mm-hmm. going into surgery mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, but, but they had to come together and then share it with them. And then they could kind of gather around them and, and, and kind of like sit with them in that, in that feeling. The same thing happens when I think the, uh, it really comes, comes to a head when, uh, the back to when they find out she's pregnant and she's super sad. Everybody else is super happy. And then they gather around Mm -hmm. Sally field and they're like, yay, you're going to be a grandma. And then they're like, Mm -hmm. Oh wait, you're not happy. You know? Um, mm-hmm. and so it's, again, these, these five ladies come together around, mm-hmm. around each other and lift each other up in like the, the hands on top of each other. Uh, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like that, it's just like such a way of saying like, we're in this together. Like we're yep. doing mm-hmm. life together. We're in life together. We're here for each other through thick and thin. Um, mm-hmm. and so I just think it paints a really beautiful picture of what great friendship, uh, could be like. Yeah, that's perfect, Anthony. I I agree. I think that's what the the movie's about, and I I think the the scene you talked about in the um in the hair salon, you know, and the the where you first realize, oh, this daughter is sick, mm. right? And they all rally around yep. each other, and everything changes, and you're drawn in emotionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think for me, the next one is the Christmas living room scene where they're all sell like she's just had this argument. Mm -hmm. Then they've announced her pregnancy. And then all the women are like, Oh shoot. This thing you have dreaded forever Mm -hmm. is now happening. We're there for you. Yes. And then the final one is the graveside. Mm, They're all, they're all together with each other and you're just drawn in. It's just like, boom, you're, yes, you're just destroyed in that. Oh yes. And you're uplifted. So uh, I think uh, we're, we're running short on time. So we should probably get to that scene. Halloween. Okay. It, it jumps to Halloween. And that is when, even though the kidney transplant has gone well, yep. Julia Roberts dies. Spoiler on Halloween. alert. In, in, in incredible death scene, I think. Oh, Just man. Heart-wrenching. Well, actually, she doesn't die there, does she? She goes into a coma, but the fact that her kid is there, she's got co- dinner cooking. The the refrigerator's open. It, it's, re- the stove, it's really hard to watch. Yeah, the, the stove is running. The water's boiling. The baby's yep. crying. Her kid is screaming. Yep. Yeah. The fridge is open. Chad comes in. You love Chad in that moment. You just... You feel so bad for him. <laughs> yeah, you're... you. I mean... He, I do. He does play it that pretty well, right? Where he is confused and then he sees her sprawled out on the porch mm. and he kind of locks in there oh, to man. a pretty to, to dad mode his his yeah. picking up of her and hugging her right then is that's mm-hmm. that's actually that's incredible uh yep. and mm-hmm. him in the hospital 
is also incredible. Right. And so she is then in a coma for, a, I mean, we don't quite know because the next holiday we get is the end scene Easter, but right. we don't quite know how long she's in the coma, but long enough that they would decide. And I don't know who makes this decision. Chad, I guess Dylan McDermott probably, probably makes the decision. Probably Dylan McDermott gets mm-hmm. finals. He had to sign the yeah, paper. Yeah. 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 Um, and that whole scene is all, probably 10 minutes mm. long of her in the coma of, of Sally Field mostly mm-hmm. caring for her. Julia Roberts does die and then is like the scene mm-hmm. of movies. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know man. One of them. scene like this in movies at the at the funeral. There's like, the funeral is done. You don't see any of the funeral. Great move. Yep. Tom Skerritt goes home. He sees his wife still mourning and kind of goes home because he figures this is going to happen. And then we have this like Avengers Assemble moment where yes. you get a shot of each of the women. Yep. Intuiting. Like, yep. oh, she can't leave yet. Yep. They gather around her and then this tour de force acting mm. Sally Field knock your socks off. How did she do it? I don't know. I have... At that point, it's not even the writing. It's full on mm-hmm. Sally mm-hmm. Field. The, of course, the, the dialogue, the monologue, it's more, it's a monologue is important there, mm-hmm. but it's i mean jack i think jack was crying did you look over jessica i think he was crying i don't know i was crying i couldn't look anywhere else (laughs) it's kind of hard not to in that moment oh yeah i mean i dude so i watched it this morning again in preparation for this Mm -hmm. me and Aaron watched it like i said a couple months ago completely like just came from left field i didn't know this was going to hit me so hard and then this morning i was like okay i'll watch it one more time and the water works man i'm by myself i'm like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like just like <laughs> I, I wouldn't say ugly crying but pretty close um because to me dude i don't know sometimes like especially when lily cries uh my my lily mm-hmm. she kind of mm-hmm. cries and looks like julia roberts to me like interesting so when julia roberts heart is broken a couple times in this movie she looks like lily mm-hmm. to me like so mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. color hair her lips, her big eyes just remind me of Julia Roberts. And I know that's a dad looking, you know, at his at his sweet girl. Um, so, like, I, like, so feel Sally Field in this. And I know Aaron does way even more. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what that would be like to mm-hmm. uh, to have to to have that happen. And then and then her um, her turning on a dime from like grief to anger is is a, mm-hmm. an acting performance that i can't think of many others that were better like when she I, like I, I don't know I, yeah i don't i can't compare it to anything else <laughs> how did she, it, it, she mm-hmm. we just watched the harry potter series and there's that one scene where hermione is describing to ron how that girl feels oh and she yeah. gives all the emotions and ron says you can't possibly feel all those things at once <laughs> Mm. and Hermione just 
rolls her eyes at him because of course women can't. <laughs> and I think you really see, I mean, what, I can't even track the emotions. I don't know if you can, Jessica, but I can't even yeah. track them. Oh yeah, I can. I So we use it, we've used this movie for um, groups of students and interns to think about their stages of grief mm -hmm. that they've gone through um, to be able to identify or place themselves. Also um, coping mechanisms. Oh yeah, that's just, right. Like it's like the perfect movie to kind of place yourself somewhere. Because you have like humor, yeah, you have avoidance, yeah. you have money. Anger. Right. Yeah. 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 Denial, mm -hmm. right? Um, depression, anger. So I think the anger is another expression of the grief, mm -hmm. right? It's just that she's moving through all five stages. Wow at once mm. for you to kind of see and you're hearing people i think especially daryl hannah's character right like express out loud their coping uh -huh. mechanisms for how they're dealing with the right. grief She's and then place, you're watching yeah. sally field react to that yeah. mm -hmm. like how dare you tell me i should be rejoicing mm, right yeah. like yeah. <laughs> you hear the christian -y yes. kind of you know, the place where other people go to, mm -hmm. to deal with their grief, um, mm -hmm. come out. And I, I don't know, it's pretty spectacular performance, but I think you can, I don't know. I'm like, oh man, I've identified there and there and there. Oh, now she's turning from, you know, sorrow to anger, mm -hmm. um, because she wants her daughter back. Mm -hmm. Right. And she's, She's lived her whole life fighting for her daughter. She gave a and piece now, of her body to her. She gave a, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that anger needs to come out and it comes out perfectly, right? Um, it, she it, And this performance gives space for all those feelings and emotions. Yeah. You're like, man, yeah, that anger needs to come out of me too. It's so relatable. Mm -hmm. um, I love I like. watching Dolly Parton cry in that scene. She just cried. She is just crying and crying as it seems like to me, Dolly Parton crying. Mm -hmm. Reacting to Sally Fields yes. acting. Mm -hmm. Just like in awe of what's happening in front of her. I, I, I would be too. I can't imagine that any of the crew was <laughs> not crying during that part. Oh. Um. So that's great. I mean, that is above anything I've seen before. And then yes. something happens that I think is unique to anything I've ever seen besides the movie that you and I watched the night before, Jessica, E.T. Mm. Yeah. Where there is such a release and it's not, in my opinion, manipulative of humor in the midst of that. So the E.T. scene for me is when E.T. is dead and you get you're crying at that little coffin, glass coffin. Mm -hmm. And then he comes alive and he goes, eaty, eaty, eaty. And he's trying to zip eat, him back eat, up eat. into the bag. Yep. And it's so incredibly funny. Yep. And it's therapeutic, right? And then I, but I think in the, this movie does it even better where Sally Field is screaming about hitting. I just want to hit somebody. I need somebody. to, I want to hit somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they can feel what I feel. And then Olympia Dukaka says, hit this. Hit <laughs> Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't as the viewer even know what is going on in yourself at that point. 
like uncontrollably <laughs> laughing along with these women. Yeah. I don't know how Siskel couldn't have loved this part. It's it's so hard know. not to love this I moment. Know. I just don't get it. It's crazy. That, it's that's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. It's perfect. And yeah. like I don't I don't know if that was in the writing, the performance, the editing. It's like all all of the things hitting on all cylinders mm-hmm. because like you, like you could write that on paper, you know what I mean? But yeah, to sure. get it to work like it shouldn't work and it yeah. does oh man like that's the thing one thing it sort of made me think of is when bill murray comes out in tootsie <laughs> like you remember that like when yes like what is his line in tootsie remember he's like this he says does jeff know at the oh no 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 no, no, that no. he is jeff he says, now that's a soap opera or something yeah, like, like that. That whole like. This is one messed up crew or something like, you know, that line that <laughs> yeah. like, that is like the perfect kind of like, but release. So that's like, yep. yeah, that, that it kind of reminded me of that. You're not crying, but you're shocked Mm-mm. like that. It all yep. came to a head and then Bill Murray yeah. gets the, the comedy beat. You know what yep. I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. man, it's just so good, dude. Again, yeah. wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it. I was like, it, it, yeah. it's like it's a crescendo. So she's grieving mm-hmm. like all the all the stages, like you said, Jessica. And then the anger, you're like, wow, I've never seen this in a movie. And you're like, okay. Then the the one, two, three punch of hit Weezer. It's friggin' genius. <laughs> friggin' genius. And Weezer's real pissed about it. She runs yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. She's all she's all yeah. mad. And leaves those other four laughing mm-hmm. at Julia Roberts' at grave her... site. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how they did it, but it's so good. Um oh. yep. so I th- I think that so I my feeling is maybe Siskel doesn't like the the tag at the end where it comes all the way back to Easter. He might think that that's a little much that does feel like a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if they needed that. I do like that. It ends on the same holiday. Yep. Um, it's a two year movie. It's fun. People are having fun. Daryl Hannah is now mm-hmm. pregnant. And then she goes off in spuds truck. Yep. Spud is <laughs> followed by Spud is around now in a, in a, costume in costume well it's it's her husband is in the easter costume right spud is driving the truck Mm -hmm. that all the ladies he jumps he and he jumps on the motorcycle right yep that's right yeah yeah um and then you get that like pretty abrupt (laughs) easter i guess we're done motorcycle (laughs) yep credits rolling here we go (laughs) now Life goes yep, on. Yep. It's which is what Sally Field says. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't know, Jessica. Did you have anything else? I feel like there was still something in there. Yeah, of course. I don't know. We're. No, I but... feel like we're way over time. But I, I just by the end of this, I am not only like in the movie, in the story, yeah. but there's something about watching this as a woman, mm. watching women do something spectacular Mm. together as a piece of art. Like Mm -hmm. they get to 
they get to be the center mm -hmm. of this story. Mm -hmm. They get to have these lines. They get to say these things. Mm -hmm. They get to present what is it like to share life and yeah. community and grieve together and have these, I don't know, funny relationships with each other. They get to have these acting moments. How I can't look at other movies or very many of them to and and see that. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And so there's something special about being a woman watching older women and younger women act yeah. in these amazing roles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like a lot of people have not seen Steel Magnolias. Um, right. It's not like a super popular movie, yeah. mm -hmm. but it, I think it's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think it's probably one, when I think about like a movie led by women, mm -hmm. um, that, that comes to the surface yes. for sure. That's one of the top ones. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I do think that if people like this movie, they'll love Terms of Endearment. Because mm -hmm. Shirley MacLaine is in it, but also because it's like that. Jeff Daniels is in it, but he's a real doofus. Danny DeVito, real doofus in that movie. Like, they're just periphery. I think something mm -hmm. like partner to a league of their own. <laughs> Tom Hanks is still central. Yeah. Yep, he's to that yeah. movie. It kind of gets. Yep. Yeah. I, I wish he was more like John Lovitz in that movie, which is like shows up, has some fun stuff. But yeah. the movie is sometimes that movie gets a little bit Tom Hanks centric to me, um, where yeah. there's just nothing like that happens in Steel Magnolias. They just they have so much raw female talent in that movie. <laughs> yeah. There's no time for Tom Skerritt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they get to be the co comedians, yes. the main comedians, uh -huh. right? Yep. Like they get to carry the drama. They get to be the leaders. They're the one making the decisions around their home. Yep. And and it's so I don't know. It's so fun to be able to watch that. I love it. All right. Well, Nation, it's up to you. Do you think Steel Magnolias is a perfect movie? The best place to let us know that is follow us on Instagram at Two Gomers. We put a poll up there. And you can vote. And then in a couple of weeks on the Patreon, we'll come back and do the result show. Thank you to Webmaster Adam, Jason for our graphics, Davis for our music, Annie for social media, and the fair Jessica, my lovely bride, who I have always thought looks a bit like Julia Roberts myself. It's the hair. It's the hair. You don't have her like absolutely massive mouth. You know how like Julia Roberts' mouth yeah. like, goes from ear to ear. <laughs> Widest possible li like thick, wide lips. Those lips. Totally. Actually, Julia Roberts kind of looks like you if you had my lips, hon. <laughs> yeah, let's do one of those face ma mash. If things. they mated. Wait, but you did. <laughs> we did mate. <laughs> We didn't have a girl. That was our problem. Oh, if you two would have had a girl, would have been Julia Roberts. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Instead, we had Kevin McAllister. Noah. <laughs> <laughs> um, our next movie, our Christmas movie. Now, get ready oh, for this one, Jessica. If you didn't think Steel Magnolias baby. was perfect. Oh, baby. Oh, what is it? Next month, in the month of December, Tim Allen. 
L uh-huh. attitude. Yeah. Um, no, Mrs. Santa Claus, unfortunately. Another kind of guy heavy movie. More guys. Judge Reinhold. Yes. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Oh. The Santa Claus. That now that the cannot be dropped. Right. That would that would ruin the movie. Yeah. That ruin the pun. Mm-hmm. The Santa Claus, and I always thought Santa Claus 2 should have been called the Mrs. Claus. I don't know why it's not just called that. Totally. Yep. And also to celebrate the upcoming television show, The Santa Clauses, which looks pretty dumb. Dang it. Don't shake your head, Jessica. We shall be watching every episode together as a family. I know. I know. I know. I am not looking forward to it. <laughs> Along with 40 other Christmas movies, including <laughs> The Night They Saved Christmas. <laughs> so with deleted scenes. Oh, yeah. HD. That's, a, that's a classic. We can't <laughs> we can't do Christmas without Yay. that. We used to be able to <laughs> until Anthony came into my life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. But man, that was one where I was like, I forgot that this existed. You, you had seen that movie, right? When you were a child. Yes. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow. I'm so glad. Oh, yeah. So next month, it's... the Santa Claus with tons of the night they saved Christmas chat, I'm sure. Yes. Can't wait, dude. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jessica, for guesting. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And thanks for watching a movie that I recommend. Oh, yeah. Dude, send okay. send us more. Okay. Okay. Well, great app. Super fun, man. And happy watching The Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs>